Welcome to Breaking Barriers. You know your path. We know the obstacles. And we can teach you how to tear them down. And now your host, CEO and founder of Adapting Social, John Vigero. Um, everybody, welcome back to Breaking Barriers. Um, today, I'm extremely excited. Um, first and foremost, before we say anything, um, with me, I have uh, William Branham. Thank you so much for being here, brother. And thank you for your 26 years of service. I'm not sure if your site is up to date on that. It might be 27 now or 28. I don't know. But, um, you know, as a actual Navy SEAL for 26 years, man, thank you so much for that. Yeah, for sure. Thank you. Yeah, and it is 26 uh, because I retired and they don't let me keep going. So they only let me stay in for a certain amount of time. That's it. Okay. So um, now with that said, though, you know, first and foremost, obviously, I want to go through a couple different things before we start. But for people out there that are like, who is this guy, William, you know, that has been a Navy SEAL for 26 years? You know, what is, you know, what's, what's your story, you know, and, and how did you get started? Like, you know, what made you want to join the Navy? Let's start there. So I grew up in a little town outside of Meridian, Mississippi. Okay. Not a lot going on there. I liked being outside. I was heavily involved in the Boy Scouts, and I always knew that I wanted to be part of some sort of elite military unit, small unit. I wasn't into like big, big green army with 10,000 people. Right. Uh, I wanted to be part of something small and kind of intimate, but, but very capable. Uh, right. You know, I grew up watching like Kung Fu theater, so I wanted to be a ninja when I grew up. Uh, right there was... Uh, John Wayne was uh, he, he made a movie called Green Berets where he was a Green Beret in Vietnam. And those guys were pretty awesome. Uh, let's see. John Rambo was a was an army ranger in in Vietnam. Uh, Chuck Norris was part of a force, this organization called Delta Force. Uh, mm. And they were shooting dirt bikes off of uh, or shooting rockets off of the you know handles of dirt bikes. I have not got to do that yet, but I think it would be really <laughs> cool to do still. Um, and so, yeah, exactly. And so. I always knew I wanted to be something like that. The Navy was never something I ever wanted to do because they had the ugliest uniforms and I have, don't want anything to do with the big gray thing that's floating out there in the water. Right. Uh, and then someone told me about like a Navy SEALs. They're like, he was like, I want to be a Navy SEAL when I grow up and I want to fly F-14 Tomcats. And I'm like, I can get on board with both of those. What's a Navy SEAL? And uh, he explained it to me. It's like the hardest military training in the world, most elite, blah, blah, whatever. And I was like, cool, uh, I want to do that too. I came back from that trip where I met that kid and the Navy recruiter called me and he's like, Hey, have you ever thought about joining the Navy? If the guy would have called me six weeks earlier, no way in hell. Uh, but I was like, well, yeah, I think I want to be a Navy SEAL and I want to be an F-14 Tomcat pilot. He's like, check, why don't you come on down here? So I joined the Navy so I could, you know, start down that path. Right. That, that is wild. So, so now there you are. And, you know, what I love about your story, just in doing our research here, you know, was the mental toughness that it, like it inspired you, that like made you want to go after, you know, hard training, you know, hard, hard things that take real tough mental fortitude. What, what would you say, you know, obviously looking back in retrospect, right? Is there something that you'd tell yourself then before you jumped into the Navy to give yourself some advice that you would say now, knowing what you've been through um, that would have helped you along the way? for people who are listening in that might want to do what you know where you started at some point. Yeah, so I think there's this uh, kind of misnomer that just because I became a seal that I like things are easy for me or um of course you can do that because you're a seal. I right. will tell you that I kind of went into it with uh, I I grew up humble. I did not grow up with uh the mindset of like go crush some stuff. I was a like a 
I was a poor student in school. I had like a 2.3333 GPA. Um, and I had some, I didn't think that I really, I had a lot of, uh, what do you call it? Um, self-defeating thoughts. Like mm. I came from a poor background. Yeah, exactly. These limiting beliefs. Like, but I also thought like, I can do that. I mm. like, how hard can it be? It's pretty right. hard, actually. It's pretty hard. <laughs> so I didn't prepare. I didn't prepare the way that I should have to get there. So right. because of that, it you know it, it slowed my 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 evolution of getting to SEAL training down a little bit because uh, I failed the screening test a couple of times before I actually finally passed it and uh, and then got to go to SEAL training. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's cool. So now. Talk to me a little bit. So you, so I, obviously, just in doing research, I've seen that CBD has changed your life in a lot of ways, from anxiety yeah. to joint pains to you know better sleep. Um, and you talked about obviously how when you're in, when you're in any sort of service, right, um, and protecting this country, that a lot of times you leave with these things: depression, anxiety, whatever it could be from from what you went through. Um, and I love how you mentioned that you waited until you were fully out to really start experimenting. Um, but, but so, but talk to me about that. How, how has that impacted you? So, you know, I tell people that, uh, my transition from the military to civilian life is the hardest military mission I've ever been on because mm -hmm. I, you know, while in the military, I had a team, a badass team. I had purpose. I had a mission. I knew what I was going to do when I got up in the morning. I knew what I was going to do when I went to bed at night. Like I knew like my identity was really tied to the SEAL teams and right. you know, it was awesome because if I didn't feel like putting out today, there were a whole bunch of dudes that were going to make sure that I put out and did the things that I needed to do. And right. when guys showed up and they didn't feel like putting out or doing the right thing, there was a whole bunch of us that were like, you're going to do the right thing. And we, you know, it's some of us tough love and we, you know, lift one another up, but we hold each other accountable. When I got out, there was no one holding me accountable. I had to hold myself accountable, but I also had a lot of baggage and I don't call it PTSD or anything like that. I call it baggage because every one of us has some kind of baggage and right. uh you know some of it's from you know my occupation some of it's from you know toxic relationships some, some of it's from just like life in general and right. so i had a bunch of noise in my head and i couldn't control the noise so what i ended up doing is i was pretty much just drinking myself to sleep at night or if you 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 put it a different way i drink until i passed out every night and then mm -hmm. wake up the next morning and try to like perform and and be a productive member of society and and things like that and so I knew I was in a bad place, but I didn't have any direction. I didn't have any purpose. I didn't have anything like that. And I happened to be in Virginia uh, and I had lunch with a buddy of mine. And I said, you know what? I, and I'd heard about CBD before it was like as cool as it is today. Um, and I, I'd heard about it and I'd been out of the Navy for almost a year at that point. And, uh, and I, told, I had lunch with my buddy and I, and I said, Hey, I'm going to see if I can find some CBD here in Virginia, because maybe what you have in Virginia is better than what we have in Hawaii. And, uh, and I had no idea what I was doing or what I was looking at or looking for. He's like, you want CBD? I've got some back at my house. Uh, he's kind of an Instagram influencer guy. And so a company sent him some bottles. And so he gave me a bottle and maybe that night I slept a little bit better. And maybe I was a little less pissed off the next day. And what I like to say is water boils at 212 degrees. I was probably living my life at like 210 degrees. So it didn't take much. There were like any trigger could like set me off and like push me over the edge. But what I noticed after I ran out of that CBD, because I didn't really notice anything like a lot in the beginning. But what I noticed when I ran out is maybe I went from like my fuse was longer. So I went from like 
210 to 205 to 200 to 195 to 190, maybe 185. So I got out of that red zone and got into like more of an orange zone. I don't know if I really hit like even bright yellow, but I got out of the, the red zone at least. And then when I stopped taking it, I started getting closer back to that boiling point, back to that red zone. So I was like, maybe it was placebo. I have no idea, but let's try a different brand. So I tried a different brand. It had similar results. And now I'm like, I want to be a part of this industry somehow. I went to a business conference uh, hosted by Bedros Koulian. I don't know if you know Bedros. Um, he's the CEO of Fit Body Bootcamp. He's got some uh, business consulting uh, businesses. He's got uh, some supplements companies. And I met someone in the CBD industry. And she was putting CBD in, into kinesiology tape. And the, the interesting thing about CBD, it's, it's very difficult to market it. Unless you have like super deep pockets, you can't run ads on Facebook or Instagram or anything like that. Um, and and so she asked the question, like, how do I do this? And I'm like, oh, CBD girl. So I followed her to till she got, you know, till the thing was over. I followed her. I kind of tracked her down. And I was like, hey, you're the CBD girl, right? She was like, yeah, weirdo. Can you back off a little bit? And I was like, <laughs> OK, yeah, um, I wasn't really that bad. But she was like, so I'm like, hey, I'm interested in CBD. And, and so she said, do you want to do A to B, B to B or B to C? And I said, I don't know what those letters mean, but I want to do CBD. <laughs> and she was like, she was like, okay, check. Well, why don't you just start your own CBD company? And I was like, I don't know how to do that. And she was like, you're a Navy SEAL. You can figure it out. And I was like, oh, that's, may I please have my man card back? So she <laughs> graciously gave me my man card back and uh, we continued to talk. And, and then I started digging into the CBD industry and I found out that it's super dirty. And so my mission at the time was to uh, create the and sell the highest quality CBD on the on the planet. And I, I believe that we still do, um, you know, because, you know, the FDA and, and other organizations have gone out and they've done spot checks and they found like of thousands of products that they've tested. Most don't have CBD in them. They don't have the CBD they say they have in them. They have high levels of heavy metals, mercury, arsenic, lead, uh, pesticides, herbicides, things like that. And uh, if you're, you know, if you're putting a Thing in your body to be a medicine, and I'm using air quotes because I'm not making a medical claim, but if you're putting something in to be a medicine, you don't want to be putting a bunch of poisons in. So I went out and I found the highest quality uh, producers and suppliers uh, that I that even exist still today, and I partnered with them, and, and so that is, that's where our products come from. We, we sell really the highest quality uh, products on the planet. But our mission also, you know, as I, you know, from that initial business conference, people are talking about what's your why? What's your purpose? Why are you starting this business? And so I looked at myself. I looked at where I came from. I'm a veteran. I spent 26 years in the, in the, in the Navy. And, uh, and then I looked at some of the statistics. And we lose 22 veterans every single day to, to, to suicide. We've lost more veterans to suicide than we have in 20 years of sustained combat in two theaters of operation. So wow. that became our, our mission. You know, highest quality CBD. But really, uh, let's make that 22 to zero. Like let's get rid of veteran suicide. And, and for us, CBD is a modality to help, to help like turn the noise down in your head. Like, uh, like it helped me and something else that kind of came out of that is when I turned the noise down in my head, I was able to, you know, control the amount of alcohol that I was consuming. I didn't have to drink myself to sleep at night. And I was able to come up with like my new mission, my new purpose. And I was able to come up with the kind of get naked mindset. And, and, uh, and what that means, that's really about like, being brave enough to take your ego off, to take that baggage off that you're carrying around and right. be a little bit vulnerable, exposing yourself so you can actually start that healing process and get better so that those things don't bother you anymore. 
Yeah, that, that number of percentages is a shame and it's terrible. And, and I'm glad that you're, you're, you're after it, you know, to, to bring that to zero as much as you can. This podcast is sponsored by Hatteras, a leader in print-based communications with services ranging from high impact direct mail and packaging to retail graphics and environmental branding. Hatteras helps global brands engage with their target audience through the power of print. Reach out to them at hatteras.us for help with your next print project. Um, you know, now, as, so, so in business though, transitioning real quickly in business, um, you know, have you found that outside of, you know, it's called, so in civilian life, um, do you find that you still have the same structure or do you try to have the same structure? Because I think that's what you were saying that, you know, you had this structured regimented life and then obviously becoming a civilian, it's just up to you, right? You want to have some cheese noodles, it's up to you. You want to sleep in, it's up to you. So, you know, do you find yourself kind of in the same structure or your own version of the structure or have you kind of gotten a little bit more laid back and done it your own way? So I hate getting up early. 100%, I hated it my entire life. I still hate it today. And so when I got out of the military and I didn't have to like, I could stay up late and screw around and, and I could sleep in or whatever. At some point, that, that was completely self-destructive, I realized. So now I had to put that discipline and put that structure back into my life. And what I found is having a structure is actually a good thing. Like, right. like, I, like I build my day around my calendar. Like nothing, I don't do anything if it's not on my calendar because Love it. That, that way I don't like bleed into like, you know, spend my time doing something that's not relevant and it's not good for business or not good for producing new content or or whatever for for coaching clients or or anything like that like that's where i like i want to spend my time and focus on things that are going to make an impact in the world and screwing around and staying up late and sleeping in doesn't do it doesn't help um so did, so how is it how is being in how is being in the service and being a navy seal helped you as a business owner um you know it, it helped me to think about things a little more unconventionally so i am so the so the way that we do operations in the seal teams is very different from what the marine corps does or what the army does or you know even even what other special operations do we do things just a little bit differently we train a little bit differently we focus on the we focus on the basics more than anyone else you know like a, a green beret unit they don't get the same level of training that we do they don't get the same level like you show up to a to a, a green beret oda and you you're there for like three weeks and you deploy and you're expected to know like how to do all the things that you're supposed to do right in the seal teams we don't do that we like break it down like this is you're going to go get to this profession the school for professional development to be a sniper a breacher you know learn how to uh, throw people out of airplanes, learn how to like supervise a dive. And then we go through like very basic training where we take everyone, even if you have 10 deployments, you still come back and you start at ground zero with the brand new guys. And you might have, you'd be able to speed things along just because you're a, a better mentor and you know, a little more tricks to, to help people along. And then you do the basics, you focus on the basics, and then you start doing more advanced techniques. And by the end of that training, you're, you're, everyone is absolutely like super advanced in all the things that we do. We may find things that worked on this last deployment that don't work anymore because things have changed. And so we are able to, to, to pivot and, and change our TTPs, our tactics, techniques, and procedures uh, to make sure that, that we're ready for whatever we're going to face when we go overseas. The same thing applies in business. Mm-hmm. I focus on the basics 
but I also focus on being a little bit unconventional because, you know, um, I'm in the CBD industry. I'm also in the coaching industry now, which is uh, right. something that I'm just starting up. But in the, in the CBD industry, I can't market the same way that everyone else on the planet can market. I can't run social media ads. I can't make any sort of like wazoo claims or anything like that because uh, number one, social media shuts me down. Yeah, Google shuts me down. Everyone shuts me down. It's okay, fine. So I just have to be, I have to think unconventional. And uh, how do I get my marketing message out in front of other people that I don't have access to and and show them that I have the highest quality product? If you want CBD, you should buy from me and not from the other guy. You know, someone asked me once upon a time, what's the difference between your CBD and the CBD that I get in the gas station? Because it's super convenient and it's cheap. And so my reply to that was, so what's the difference between the sushi that you get in a gas station and the sushi that you get in a sushi house? Do you really want to roll the bones with gas station sushi? Why would you do the same thing with CBD? If you really knew the background of like the industry and how dirty it is, you wouldn't, you wouldn't touch that stuff. So, right. So that's, that's, that's a great analogy. And it's a great point and example, because again, if it's going in your body, you, you need to invest. Like, you know, the best investment you can yeah. make on the planet is in your health and your personal development, you know, your mental health, so on and so forth. Um, so I, I 100% unequivocally agree with you that. Like, you can't skimp out on shit like that, especially when it comes to yeah. products. You know, obviously you can't say medicine, right? But if it's a, help, right. if it's a helping agent. That is but help he, I mean, even just like looking at the supplements industry, that industry is, you don't know what you're getting. There's no, no. like, even though it's like FDA approved or whatever you know what cigarettes are fda approved but cbd is not so that's right who cares what the fda says at this point <laughs> at this point it's it, it doesn't matter um right so so this is all good stuff so far now the one thing i want to kind of go a little bit deeper on is you know now you can feel free to to give an example of personal or business related for this but you know in breaking barriers we like to talk a little bit deeper about like the the tough shit right not like the sexy stuff of being a business owner or you know being on the other side of being out of the service like in in whatever aspect of your life whether it's personal or business what is one of the biggest challenges that you've had to overcome uh, how did you overcome it and what were your learning takeaways from it so it could be business related personal related up to you i will go back to what i said initially are those self-limiting beliefs Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know how to start a company. I don't know how to be a coach. I don't know how to. And I had other people say, "You can, like, you should do this. You're really good at this. You can." And it was really, it's just taking action, right? And you know, not being. I mean, it's certainly fine being afraid. And you know, the E in naked is is about exposing your fears. And when I when I kind of teach that or I coach that or whatever. Uh, you know, I talk about, you know, maybe you had a, 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 you have a fear of public speaking, go take a public speaking class or an acting class, get in front of people and speak, you're going to learn very quickly that they want you to succeed and they want you to be a better speaker because you showed up and you started taking action. Or right. if you were uh, maybe bullied as a kid and you have low self esteem, go take a Brazilian Jiu Jitsu class for a year, you're going to be forced to fight someone every day in class, you're going to go take action. And you're probably scared, you're like, Oh, my God, I'm gonna go get beat up in there they're going to teach you tools and techniques and, and skills to defend yourself. And that's going to help build your confidence and just taking that action and exposing those fears is, is absolutely the, what I had to do. And I'm still doing, I still do it every day. I still have like things that I'm like, I don't know if I could do that. I don't know if I should do that. Well, I, I practice and then I go take action. Right. I love that practice into action. 
I like it. Um, <clears throat> and um, from that point, so, you know, as we get close to the end of our segment here, um, you know, I had this one example of this project when I was younger that really, really resonated with me from one of these, one of these teachers I had in high school. And, you know, it was like almost like looking at your legacy in reverse engineering it, right? And, and looking at like, you know, a lot of people, they're like, listen, on this planet, here's what I want to do. Here's what I want to become. This is, this is what I'm after here. Um, and there's no way to, to better showcase that than what, what does like a, a, you know, how do people plan what their grave plot says, right? If they even do plan it, right? right? So if you, were to, if you were to framework that right now with who you are, obviously where you've been in your life and your journey so far, you know, what, what, would, that, what would that grave plot say for, for William? Uh, it would say... Uh, make bold adjustments and get naked. <laughs> I love that. And I have stories behind both of those. <laughs> yeah, please feel feel free to feel free to share. So I, I like so in the in so I was a SEAL sniper instructor, and then you know, uh, when I'm in the in the SEAL platoon, I'm sort of the the guy that knows more about guns than anyone else. You would right. think that every Navy SEAL would know how to sight in their basic gun, their basic weapon. And it's a, they, most of them are not that good at it. Right. Um, so people like me, who that was sort of my specialty in the SEAL teams, I would, you know, you, know, you get a new weapon because your old one was sighted out or shot out and, or maybe you came from like a staff job and whatever. You get on the line and we're, we're on the range and we're shooting and you know, I've watched guys make these small adjustments and the, the impacts aren't moving on their, you know, on their, on their weapon. And right. so I see them do this a few times and then they're like, there's something wrong with the gun, the sights, the weapon, the whatever. And I'm like, hold on. And I'll reach down and I'll pick it up and I'll just make these like ridiculous, like unlike unimaginable, like adjustments to their, to their windage or whatever it is. And then I'll give it back to them. I'll say, okay, now fire. And so what will happen is I'll move the impacts across the paper right and but very close to the bullseye like it's like you have to make these bold adjust like if you're not getting where you want to go in life sometimes you have to just make incredible bold adjustments to move where you want to be and then once you like make a move in your life a bold adjustment then you can make the small adjustments to get back into the bullseye so that's really what what uh what the what making bold adjustments is uh and then the you know getting it Take your ego off, but also, you know, the N stands for never quit. The A is accept failure. The K is kill mediocrity. The E is expose your fears. And D is to do the work. Wow. Let's go. You, you were not messing around when you made that, when you made that up. No, it, I mean, I did a lot of thought went into that. And, and that's a, that is a keynote that I give uh, as often as I can. Anytime I can get on stage, you know, I try to, you know, motivate people and like change the way they think about things. They change the way they think about going through life. I love that, man. I love that. Where can people where can people engage with you and find you? Social media, website, the whole nine. I would start off with uh, go to the uh, the website, the number five, not F I V E, the number numeral five five yeah. sealsecrets.com. Uh, and you can get you know put your name and email in there. You'll get this a copy of Five Seal Secrets, and and the and the secret is is naked. Um, if you're interested in CBD, go to nw-recovery.com or nakedwarriorrecovery.com, but I changed it to NW. You can still do Naked Warrior, but I thought maybe people might have an issue putting the word naked in their search engine. Why? Just like a weird thing that happened in my head. 
I, mostly, I'm most mostly active on Instagram at william.r.branham or at Naked Warrior Recovery. Awesome. Having that said, um, William, thank you so much for your time today, dude. You know, time's one asset we don't get back, and I really appreciate your mission, what you're doing, your service to our country. Um, and I love your energy, the, the tenacity that you have in getting after what you're going for here. Um, I would absolutely love to have you in the studio, you know, whenever you are local, if that is possible. Absolutely would love that. Um, and, you know, in, in, in our final, you know, kickoff here, everybody, you know, looking into Naked Warrior, definitely give it a shot. The one thing, honestly, I can tell you right now that I think is such a good, like, um, such a catalyst and a good part of what you're doing is, like, me having this conversation with you here, like, and, you, and knowing that you have, you've had a structured life, you know, being in the military, you know, being in the military, like, at the end of the day, it really does make me trust your product way more. I don't, I gotta tell you that my visceral reaction to that is like, this guy definitely has a higher quality of standard for what he's doing. And you could just tell that through, you know, you're in great fucking shape right now, looking at your website, looking at your social, how active, what you're talking about, what you're doing, what your mission is. Um, so for anybody out there that, that, you know, is suffering from any sort of anxiety, depression, whatever it is, um, joint pain, obviously, you know, it can't hurt to invest in yourself. Um, you know, go, go over to Naked Warrior, give it a shot, um, and engage with William. Obviously, there's so much to learn here. Um, and, and, you know, William, again, we're so grateful for your time here, brother. Thank you for having me. And you know what? Before we go, can I give, you, can I give your listeners a discount code? Please. Yeah, that'd be amazing. Thank you. Uh, I, we'll make it up right now on the spot. Uh, let's go to John 20. Let's do John 20, J-O-H-N-2-0. Love it. John 20. That's awesome, man. Thank you so much for that. Yes, sir. Um, and, uh, and everybody, listen, you better get there. You better get there and type in John 20. Um, everybody listening in, create an amazing rest of your day. Yes, create. You're in charge of it. Make it happen. Um, and we'll talk soon.